I got a big response from my sermon Sunday. It surprised me. I put out at the end of the sermon uh, an offer, and I'm going to make that offer again today at the end of this brief reflection. But the offer goes something like this. Uh, In order for us to be ambassadors, as we hear in Corinthians, uh, in order for us to be reconciled to God, we have to do one thing. We have to receive God's forgiveness. We have to receive his reconciliation of us to him. He doesn't need to be reconciled to anything. Have you ever thought of that? God doesn't need any to be reconciled to anything. God is perfect without fault, never-ending. But he chooses to stand in the gap, to hang on the cross, however you want to, to be reconciled to us by offering his son. And so in order to be ambassadors, we have to understand, we have to believe, we have to bury it deep in our heart that we are a forgiven people, that that we have been reconciled to God. And and we should give thanks for that. It should look like the tours of historic plantations and homes every moment of our lives. I've never seen so many church people serving and smiling and helping. It looked like heaven on earth. People who realized All they had been given and were generously and eagerly sharing it with the world. Do we know that we have been reconciled? In the Joshua reading, verse 9, God says, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Israel from you. He has removed the punishment. He has removed the stone, the obstacle, the thing that stands between us and God, the sin. He's taken away our reproach. It's a a mysterious and amazing thing, brothers and sisters. Do we know we are forgiven and are we aware that God reconciled us? Because when we listen to today's gospel, which is not really what I want to talk about, but it just hit me, we have to decide if this is going to have any influence on us. Which brother are we today? You know, we don't need to stand outside this gospel and hear the story about two brothers and decide, oh, one's better than the other, or one's more forgiving than the other, one's more reconciled than the other, one's more whatever. The point of the gospel is about the prodigal father, the one who rolls away our reproach. But make no mistake, sitting here today, standing here today, I'm the older brother today, I'll just confess. Uh, At times in my life, I have been the younger brother, even after getting ordained. There's been some dark moments Or I felt like, you know what, Lord, forget it. I rode home with Mike the other day uh, from a beautiful event, and I was at a really dark place. I I was running in my mind away from God. I was behaving like the younger brother. But each and every one of us, Romans tells us, 3.23, has disappointed God. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we have to let ourselves at least connect for a moment with who are we in that story today. Now, the gospel doesn't leave us there. The good news of Jesus doesn't end with the end of this parable. The good news of the gospel is the good news of the Father. And that is, not only does he run out to meet us when we've walked away from him, but he's also ready to be humiliated for us when we heap abuse on him in a self-righteous way, like the older brother did. I'm better than, well, at least I'm not as bad as, well, I'm attending at least three times a month. So-and-so hadn't been to church in in a year. That's the stance of the older brother, my friends. So Paul goes on to tell us in Corinthians, 
that if we're going to be reconciled to God, then in this holy exchange, what he's going to do is he's going to hand us our ambassadorship. It's not an option. And I talked Sunday about what it would mean or what it would look like to be an ambassador for God. I even tried a couple times to pronounce the Greek presbyturo, still not getting it right. It's where we get the word presbyter or priest. And I tried to make the connection that everyone who says yes to Jesus, everyone who receives his reconciliation, is thereby given their ambassadorship. And it's a pretty simple ambassadorship, I pointed out. At our church plant in Cane Bay, our uh, vision statement was this. Seeking to further God's eternal mission of rescue and reconciliation for his creation. We went out to plant a church not to start a worshiping community, not to open a food bank, uh, not to gather for Bible study. All of those things are worthy. We were called to plant a church because we believed as a small group that we were going out like ambassadors to participate in God's eternal mission that existed long before we got the call to reconcile the world to himself. We saw ourselves as ambassadors. You see, ambassadors are people who go to foreign lands. Ambassadors are people who make friends with people from different cultures. Ambassadors have the gift of hospitality, and this church does, and the gift of extending grace. Paul says that's how we can be seen as ambassadors. We naturally share the gift of reconciliation. We know we're forgiven and we can't stop telling people that they can be forgiven too if they simply receive their reconciliation. Because ambassadors know, like we say often in our sermon, that everything, including our reconciliation, comes from God and anything we give him back, we give him of what we've already received. It sounds like this. All things come from thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. We can only give what we have been given. And remember this, before I close with that prayer, a gift can only be received. It can't be taken. Both sons, uh, the son last week and the son that we're going to hear about this Sunday, both sons uh, have, they, they demand something and they, and they want to get something that should be given to them as a gift or both people in this respect. Um, gifts can only be received. We can't do anything to get the gift sooner, otherwise it's not a gift anymore. Which is why we come forward for communion with our hands like this. Um, every once in a while there'll be a visitor, somebody who's not used to receiving communion the way we do, and uh, they'll come forward and I'll hold the wafer out and then they'll try to pluck it out of my fingers. And I'll say to them in a gentle way as possible, no, no, just hold your hands like this and I'll place it in there. And invariably they smile. Invariably they smile. It's a gift can only be received, it can't be taken. So in order for us to be ambassadors, this is where I'm closing, we have to understand that we are reconciled, that we are forgiven. It's the most important piece in this equation. So I said at the end of my sermon on Sunday, and I'll read it again, my prayer is that we go out from Wednesday deciding that we're going to accept our ambassadorship and do likewise. And the way we're going to do that is today we're going to choose to forgive someone that we've been carrying a resentment around for. And then I'd like for you to email me their initials. If you heard it Sunday and you didn't do it, now you're hearing it again 
and the Holy Spirit squeezing you, email me the initials of the person you can't forgive. I want to pray with you about that. I want to offer you some thoughts about forgiveness. Um, We've all got someone, brothers and sisters, that we need to forgive. For some of us, it's our parents. Uh, They may have neglected us. They may have walked away from us. They may not have given us all the love we needed even when they tried their best. For some of us, it's an old boyfriend or an old girlfriend who took advantage of us or mistreated us or didn't treat us like the beautiful creation that God knows we are. For some of it's been a coworker or a boss that didn't treat us fairly. And for some of us, and I'm not making light, it's the person who's abused us. There, have, there are cases of trauma and abuse that many of us have suffered unfairly at the hands of people. I'd like for you to email me as well with their initials. And in that case, all I want to do is hear your story and pray with you. Um, I want to maybe come alongside you, if you're willing, and pray that they ask God for their forgiveness. Um, The younger son says in the gospel, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and I have sinned against you. Our sin hurts two ways. It hurts God, and it hurts others. So if you're a person who suffered abuse or trauma, I'd like to know that. I'd like to pray with you about that. I don't want to excuse the offender. I don't even want to forgive the offender. I want them to turn to God and repent and be forgiven. And if not, then I want to leave that in God's hands with that person. And lastly, if you can't think of anyone that you need to forgive, then take your ambassadorship a step further and forgive yourself. We all have things that come up from time to time in our hearts that we remember ashamedly or embarrassed about or that may be causing us today to be alienated for God. So forgive yourself today and email me that. Email me that you took a step toward healing and inner growth by extending to yourself the same grace, mercy, and forgiveness the Father always extends to us. Amen.